Tennessee Wildcast is live on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. Hey, we thank y'all tuning in and appreciate y'all listening. Uh, today, we are in Jonesboro, Tennessee, uh, on a farm here in the middle of nowhere. Isn't that right, Matt? No, and it's a good place to be. <laughs> yeah, East Tennessee is a great place to be. We're in East Tennessee today, and I got Matt, Mr. Matt Cameron helping me co-host, and we're on a farm here in Jonesboro, Tennessee, Mr. Kim Woods' farm, and we appreciate the invitation to come out. Thank uh, you. Kim, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well today. Glad you're doing fine. Glad you're here with us. Glad thank you have, for having what? us. Glad to have you with us. Uh, and I also have Mr. Uh, Jeremiah Trowbridge That's with correct. us. That's correct. And I uh, appreciate him uh, being part of the show today. we got some cool stuff to talk about. It's a neat program. You're going to enjoy this. Yeah. East Tennessee Youth Outdoors Program uh, started by Mr. Kim Woods here. And, and we're going to learn all about that today. Uh, right here on Tennessee Wildcast. So we appreciate everybody tuning in. Appreciate everybody listening. Uh, so first, I just want to introduce uh, introduce you guys to, to the audience here and, and uh, learn a little bit about y'all. So, Kim, tell us about yourself. Uh, did you always grow up here in East Tennessee? You a native to Tennessee? I did. I grew right up here in East Tennessee and uh, most of the time over in Unicoi County and migrated over to Washington County 20-some years ago and have made this... Uh, little farm my home for about the past 25 years awesome it's a it's a pretty place uh, driving in and rolling hills here and uh it's a it's a beautiful place to be piece of god's country right out here yeah a well hidden secret yeah so and uh, uh jeremiah what uh you always been a part of east tennessee you live here all your life and... i i have not i grew up in wisconsin okay uh, i actually was there till i was 18 and then uh, moved down here to spend uh, a summer with my sister and, and i fell in love with the mountains the people and uh, my wife of course and uh, ended up hey i'm staying <laughs> yeah, make sure you get that in there. yeah <laughs> uh, awesome awesome well that's cool uh that's cool well today we're gonna we're gonna cover uh Talk about the East Tennessee Youth Outdoors Program, uh, something that Mr. Kim uh, Woods here started, and um, and learn about that. But first, let's just hear a little bit about uh, background about yourself. Uh, did you grow up hunting, Kim? Did you grow up in the outdoors? And yes, sir, I did. I grew up uh, uh, hunting from day one. I had an uncle who uh, introduced me to hunting at an early age, and I had a grandfather who had a farm and. Uh, they always prepared everything to where I could enjoy myself to hunt and fish, and uh, I've kept it in my life all my life, and, and that's why we do the East Tennessee Youth Outdoors thing is so we can pass it on. Pass it on, yeah. Um, so who who was your main influence in uh, in the outdoors? It would be my uncle Larry Murphy, who I can remember when he used to take me and 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 give me a gun that he knew would knock me down, <laughs> and I would shoot it. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, and uh, they would laugh. Glad <laughs> uh, yeah. you didn't get gun shy. But, but it was fun. No, I didn't get gun shy. Oh, yeah. It was all fun. That's awesome. That's awesome. And Jeremy, did you you grew up in the woods out, outdoors? <clears throat> well, I grew up in the, in a rural area, country. Um, unfortunately, my parents uh, or my dad didn't hunt. Um, but living in Wisconsin, I mean, it's it's deer hunting all the way. I mean, come deer season, that's when everybody takes their vacation. And so I was always like intrigued. And, and when I got old enough, 
Um, I had friends and family, you know, that let me borrow stuff. And I learned the hard way, um, you know, seeing a lot of white flags running from me most <laughs> of the time in the woods. <laughs> like a lot uh, of us have I seen that. <laughs> um, but, you know, just fishing. Um, I remember as a kid, you know, riding my bike down to the local creeks and dragging trout home on a stringer because I wasn't sure how to carry them, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've always been in the outdoors, um, but really it was an interest to me. And so I spent my time, you know, learning what I could on my own. Cool. Awesome. That's neat. Self-talk. Two neat perspectives. One that you know, family got into it, kind of handed it down, and then he had to get into it kind of on his own through his friends. So we're always looking for a way to recruit new yeah. outdoorsmen and outdoors women. And yeah. So we, we like to hear those stories. And this program that we're going to talk about today is a, is been a big instrumental part in recruiting and introducing kids to the outdoors and, and getting them introduced to, to hunting and fishing and that kind of stuff. So uh, tell us about the program, uh, Kim. Tell us how it got started and, and who's brainchild this was and, and why why we do it it's about 11 years ago i was eating at a local restaurant over here there was a gentleman sitting there and we were talking about hunting and fishing and he was telling me that that he participated with a group that took youth hunting and fishing and things like that and, mm-hmm. and uh, he had always uh been involved in something like that and he would like to get something like that started and uh, I told him I said well if you if you know some things about how to do it and it sounds like you do I'll, I'll be glad to help you you know but we were talking about deer hunting he was a UPS driver he drove all over this area he knew that there was turkeys everywhere so about 30 minutes later he called me and he said why don't we do a turkey hunt so that's that's how this got started in in uh, uh, the first year after we done some planning, we had to beg to get probably, I think it was 11 young people to come here and go hunting. Mm-hmm. And we we had a good hunting day as far as events for them. It was planned from the beginning as far as uh, uh, activities for them to do when they wasn't hunting. Right. And uh, while they were here, uh, there was all kinds of things for them to do. We presented them with gift bags things like that and over the years that has grown into uh, one of the biggest blessings of my life besides my family Mm -hmm. Uh, this has grown into the biggest blessing and you know just like they were saying last week or last week we had the event and there was 100 100 youth up here and it's just a, a great honor to be able to have these youth come here and have such a good time. And like I was telling you before, you know, we've put this on for 11 years. Mm-hmm. This was the 11th year. And in that 11 years, we have had not one single complaint. And when you're dealing with the kids of parents and grandparents, that is a true blessing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that usually does not happen. It shows that y'all are doing something right. It shows right. that that we're we're doing something right, and and the youth are enjoying it. And it's not only just a, it's not really about hunting. It's about teaching these young people what nature is, and who made nature, mm-hmm. and what they can learn from just being in nature. And and I, after being doing this for as many years as I have. I can see that happening. You know, in the first year or two, I couldn't really see it. But after after it happened 
for so many years, then you see the results of it showing up in these young people's life. For instance, I can go to places, and, and I've told this story several times, but it sticks out in me. I go somewhere to a, a, a store, anywhere, and this young person, he's looking at me, and he, I know you, and I'm looking at him like, well, I know you too, you know. And then all of a sudden, they pull out their cell phone, and they say, I know who you are. Look here. And they start showing me the pictures of deer, turkeys, things that they have harvested. And I, I look at them, and I say, that's really nice. And then I, I get this on them. I say, where do you go to church at? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 a lot of them respond in, a, in the right way. But no matter how they respond, what we're instilling in them will, will show up in later years of their life. Definitely. And that's what we're trying to do. And I can see that being successful every year, mm -hmm. every year. And that's why we do it. That's amazing. That's awesome. Uh, Jeremiah, what, what made you want to be a part of this? Oh, actually, Kim got me into it. Um, a, a company I was working for um, had done work for Kim in the past. And, and we, so we you know, met that way through work. And, and he was like, hey, do you have kids? And I was like, yeah, I've got three. And he's like, we've got an event I want you to check out. And, you know, of course, being a hunter, and um, I'd only, at the time, I'd only do, turkey hunted one year prior to that. Um, and so I got signed up and, uh, you know, just took part in an event, just like, you know, anybody else that comes for the first time and was blown away just you know, couldn't believe that there was something like this for kids. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, after that year, I was like, Kim, I was like, anything I can do to help out. And, you know, next year, you know, just started attending our committee meetings and, and seeing how things, um, you know, were put together, how he handled things. And then every year got more and more involved. And, and uh, you know, thanks to Kim, you know, he's turned a lot of the responsibility, which he started over to a, um, myself and Brandon, who um, you'll meet uh, here in just a little bit. And, uh, you know, God's just blessed us. Um, you know, some, and we were talking, sometimes you, we, you know, you plan so hard and you get stressed out and you think, oh, is this going to happen? And then afterwards you start receiving thank yous and emails. And, and it's just like, this is why, why we do what we do. It's, mm -hmm. you know, showing kids, hey, there's more to life than maybe video games or, you know, hey, there's a community of hunters that are just great people. You know, sometimes hunters get a bad rap, but, you know, people come here and they're like, oh, well, I thought hunters were this, and mm -hmm. I met some really great guys, and they showed me some really cool things, and, and, and that's, what, that's what we're trying to do. So Yeah, to, to me, the, the physical gathering of it is so important. Yes. I'm sure growing up for you and part of my generation, you, know, you had to take your deer or turkey to a checking station, check it. Correct. Now you get on. Your, your smartphone and do it right, right there so we're yeah. losing that um that personal communication yep. aspect of hunting so by bringing all these people together like-minded individuals there's just great stories that are shared this is great camaraderie yes exactly well when when they're all here you know you can see people they'll go off into different ways and, and if you walk by and listen they're, they're all telling a hunting story mm -hmm. most of them you know and 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 that is uh, you know that's what hunters do I mean, they tell stories. <laughs> yeah, some true, some maybe stretched some a little bit. But some maybe. The fishermen's the one that tell the stories, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, buddy. Uh, well, um, you've you've seen an increase in in number of people who've you know coming to this event. They started out with eleven or so kids, and now 11. it's growing. What what have you seen the the turkey population in the area? Is it growing on your property here? And and the turkey population is like every place else. It's kind of declining. And for whatever reason, you know, I'm fine with it because I can tell you this. When I first moved out here, you could not 
you couldn't see a turkey. Yeah. Well, it's, and, so it's increased since you, you yes. moved into the area or lived, you know, through Thank, the years you've seen it grow. But. Right. Thanks to the TWRA and their restoration program, I can truly tell you it worked. Mm-hmm. And then over the years, uh, uh, I was blessed to be able to hunt right out of my backyard. And, yeah. and I've seen this probably being a hunter for all my life. I've seen that 10, 15 years ago, if I didn't have a place, you wasn't going to have a place to hunt because there wasn't a lot of people that would allow you to hunt mm-hmm. over the years. But... Uh, the turkey population was restored here by TWRA, and they did a great job. And the hunter, the, and it's dwindling a little bit now, but I'm sure that everything will be just fine with them at the helm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, we appreciate well all you do for these kids and the families that that this affects. You know, it's not only the, the kids you're impacting, but the mom and dad, or, or maybe the the kid that doesn't have a mom or a dad. You know, it's it's amazing what y'all are doing here. And some of the things that I've heard, I can remember. Uh, I told y'all this story this morning. I, I can remember a grandfather who brought his grandson to this event for, I think it was four years. And uh, they hunted successfully once or twice. And then they, they, they come back one time and, and they told me, the grandfather did. He come up to me and he said, now I want you to know something, Mr. Woods. He said, I want to thank you because not only have you made a hunter out of my grandson, but you've made a hunter out of me. And they had actually had no interest whatsoever in hunting. It's just that they were trying to get from sports into something else mm-hmm. and get his grandson interested in that, and, and it worked. You know, and I'll just add, add to that. You know, it's not just the families. A lot of our guides, you know, what, these guys are, you know, been hunters most of their life. You know, we'll invite them and say, hey, you know, would you take a kid hunting? And, and some are reluctant at first, but just one time they come and they take a kid. And, and we've, you know, had someone this year go, you know what? Why did I wait so long? You know, uh, you know, it's introducing kids into God's great outdoors. That's sort of you know what we use, mm-hmm. and and so even the guides who have hunted their whole life to be able to take kids and to see you know them learn and and you can see the excitement in them that sometimes you know we all get excited when we hunt, but that first real excitement you have in the woods and that gobbler or that deer. You know, this year we had a, a bear come through and someone got to see it. So wow. you know. They get to go back to school and say, guess what I seen this weekend? Yeah. It wasn't Fortnite. No, it was <laughs> it was a bear, a real live bear. Yeah. So it's it's good all around for everybody. And that's and it's really great. That's awesome. I could I could lift up on his uh, bear story one year I was introducing the kids and uh, giving them the speech before they go hunting and I told them, I said, Now in the morning y'all are gonna get to see something that you've never seen before in your life. And you know, I could see this one little boy, he turned frightened. And he looked up at me and he said, are we going to see a bear? And I said, no, you're going to see the sun come up. <laughs> <laughs> I said, so, a lot of these kids hadn't seen it. And he come back and he told me, he said, you were right. I had never seen it before, <laughs> but I'll never forget it. That's awesome. And it, it, that's, that, was a, that was unbelievable. Well, tell me how you make this work when you have that many kids showing up. They all have to have a place to go hunting, and you want them to be successful. How do you get them in position where they can go maybe have a chance of taking a turkey? That's the benefit of having a community like we live in that are uh, – you, you can ask these people around here, and I know every one of them. I go to church locally. I say I know every one of them. I know enough people to solicit probably 25 or 30 places that you can take 
a young person. Now, you can't go back there and hunt yourself, and they'll let you know that. And mm -hmm. I understand that. But yeah. when you tell them there's a youth involved, there's no problem. It changes the whole game. It changes the whole game, you know. And there's there's people that we hunt on right now, or this year, that we hunted on the first year. And uh, they get a bigger blessing as we do. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times after the after we take all of our pictures and they come in, I'll match the turkey hunter and the turkey that was successful, and I'll send that landowner a picture. And there's always a good comment comes back to me. Mm. So the, to answer your question is the community that we live in is the one that supports places for these hunters to hunt. So you're talking dozens or this, lots and lots of people to make this whole thing happen, right? Yes. Yeah, you know, we, there's no, no, you know, you got to have – 35 or 40 places that you can put people that do not have places to hunt. A lot of young people come with a father, an uncle, a papa, or a or family land mm -hmm. that they can go hunt on. And they come and join our activity, enjoy our activities, and join in. Then they go off hunting. But you still got to have enough guides for those people who have no place to hunt mm -hmm. and property for them. And over the years, we've we've not had a problem with that. We we sometimes you have to stir up some guides, but we've always had enough to make it work. Hmm. Cool, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> well, if y'all don't have anything else you want to add, maybe you do. But if you do, we can. But uh, we want to try to get Brandon in here and uh, Fred. and uh, Freddie. Mm -hmm. So, uh, anything you want to add before we bring them in? I appreciate you guys coming down and doing this uh, broadcast, wildcast with us. Um, it's about getting, you know, getting our name out there. Um, I, I announced it on Saturday night at our banquet. You know, our hope or my hope, and I think it's Brandon's and Kim, is there will be other people, other adults will have an interest in doing this and maybe set up, you know, some satellite, you know, or their own, you know. Oh, yeah. And mm -hmm. we'd be more than happy to go and help them put their meetings together, get them started. Um, you know, we just don't want to do it just for us. It's, you know, getting kids in the outdoors. And so, you know, if anybody contacts us and says, hey, I'd like to do this, we'd be more than happy to help them set up, you know, something in their area. And what's a, an email address or, or a website they can go to? Right? So it's EastTennesseeYouthOutdoors.com. Okay. Um, and you can find all the information there. Brandon's email and phone number's there. My email and phone number's there. And uh, you contact either one of us, you know, through that. We got Facebook and Instagram, um, so you can follow on all those. Cool. Um, but yeah, it's East Tennessee Youth Outdoors Awesome. Well, we'll uh, we'll reiterate Absolutely. that again and announce that again before we close the show out. But yeah, if y'all want to be a part of that, that's a great way to to do that. So I've got one more thing to sure. add to what Brandon just said. Recently, I had a brother who has became a commissioner, and he and I has already discussed some of the things that Brandon talked about satellite programs throughout the state throughout the area mm -hmm. he is the commissioner for this region and hopefully we can get other excitement generated in other counties cool. and other areas around here and yeah. i think people have to remember you you start small and you grow it you don't have That's to right. do a, a hundred kid event like y'all got going it took it's, a decade or better to get yes, it to this point yes, right yes so don't be afraid to start small exactly exactly and grow it awesome that's that's some great information. Great, it's it's just awesome what y'all are doing. So, well, let's transition and and uh, bring on uh, Freddie and and Brandon, and we'll okay, chat about uh, what their what their involvement is. Uh, they've both, I think, grown up in the outdoors and been around hunting and fishing and and all that kind of stuff. And Brandon's got some numbers for us, so we can uh, 
uh, chat about that. And I got some pictures I want to show, and we'll transition through some of those while we're talking. But uh, let's start off with Brandon. Meet Brandon. Tell us about yourself. Well, <clears throat> I grew up, you know, just right over the hill here. So, um, hometown boy. Hometown. Yep. Uh, grew up hunting. I was, you know, very blessed to have my father. <clears throat> you know, he he's the one that got me involved with East Tennessee Youth Outdoors. He's the one that got me and started hunting. And, uh, you know, through this, I've realized, I've, you know, I've, I've remember, been uh, reminded that not everybody has that. So mm -hmm. um, exactly this is a right. great thing for those kids. Great way to pass it on and be a part of this. Absolutely. So were, were you part of one of the first events? Is that <clears throat> how you, Were you young enough to be a part, part of one of those I was actually too old. Oh. I was, uh, I think, 18. Gotcha. So, but I started guiding kids when I was 21. So Cool. Awesome. And what are the ages for this program? I don't think we've even mentioned that. Uh, six to 16. Six, 16. Okay. Just like our youth turkey season, you got to be fall within that range because you do it on youth turkey hunt weekend right, exactly. in Tennessee, right. correct? Has it been like that from the from the get-go? Yes. So you uh, started out guiding and, and, and lived in the area, but you know, your, dad said your dad got you into the into hunting. Yep. Cool. Yep. Um, so, Freddie, tell us about yourself a little bit. You uh, – You've lived here all my life. Yeah, okay. been here sixty-three years. My daddy introduced me to hunting. We had squirrels and rabbits and a few quail. We didn't have any turkey or any deer or anything like that. But uh, anytime we were had a chance, we were in the woods. In the woods, Our I'm sure you got some tradition stories. was to turkey. I mean, to rabbit hunt all day long. So yeah, that's just things we did. Awesome. I've been in the outdoors since. So what's your involvement been with the, the East Tennessee Youth Outdoors? Well, I'm president of the North Cherokee chapter of the NWTF. And, you know, we're save the habitat, save the hunt. The, the guys on Edgefield can save the habitat. We're saving the hunt. And, yeah. Uh, trying to take care of our kids. And since I've been president, we've been kid-oriented. And we give all the kids a Jake membership at our banquets and at this anytime they want them. And we pay for it as a committee. And, Anything we can do for children, that's what we do. So. Awesome. The awesome. NWTF's been instrumental in helping us you know, over the years. They've been really great, one of our key sponsors. Yeah. Well, I'm going to show some pictures here while while you're chatting. You said you had some numbers uh, of this past weekend. I want to highlight this weekend and talk about how great it was, the success that y'all had. Uh, we already mentioned a little bit about how it's grown, but uh, yeah. tell us about the weekend. I'm going to slide through some pictures here while we okay. chat about some of that yeah we have a we have an online registration and uh so that's where you'll go jeremiah mentioned the website earlier uh we had 98 youth signed up this year and uh even with some cancellations we had we probably had about 80 85 hunters and uh of those 15 killed bird killed birds this year and uh some of the largest birds that we've ever scored you know we score them uh, one of the things we do is uh, we have a local taxidermist that gives a free turkey mount to the highest scoring birds. So, oh, wow, that's, that's awesome. Uh, Who is that? It's uh, Bigfoot's taxidermy. Bigfoot's, okay. And uh, so, you know, we mentioned earlier that uh, you got to have somewhere for them to go and somebody to take them. Mm -hmm. So we had uh, we had uh, 43 hunting locations that we provided and uh, 37 guides. So some of them would come with parents or grandparents, but... For the ones that couldn't or you know didn't know anything about hunting, mm -hmm. uh, we were able to provide that, and uh, I thought that was pretty awesome. So, do they meet up here on Friday evening? So, yeah. Friday. So, tell us how the whole thing kind of works, if you don't care. Sure. Uh, Friday evening, we'll meet here um, for pizza dinner, and uh, we'll have a shotgun shoot competition, uh, divide into age groups, and uh, then we'll have a turkey calling contest. And the winner of each of those gets some great prizes. We have a lot of local sponsors, a lot of great 
sponsors that donate money, prizes, their services. Um, so we're able to give away tons of door prizes. Um, and then Saturday morning, obviously, we'll meet here for breakfast and uh, take them out for the hunt. Uh, then we'll come in around lunchtime and have uh, Arrow Ministries. Uh, it, that's really cool. You, you can go on the website and read more about that, see some great pictures of all that. So that, what Arrow Ministries, explain that a little bit. Is that uh, archery, I guess? Yep. So, okay. Uh, I don't know if you're showing the pictures now, but yeah, I think there yeah, it there it is. Um, so this guy comes in, Robbie uh, comes in and talks about. Uh, he relates archery to usually a Bible Bible message. It's very interactive, hands-on. Always has lots of fun targets, flying targets to shoot at. Oh, or, cool! Uh, it's very very good stuff. And uh, so that's at lunchtime on Saturday. The ones that were unsuccessful that morning will go back out for the hunt. And then we'll have a dinner, like a banquet that night, and have you know tons of giveaways, door prizes, and all that stuff. That's awesome. Um, so, Freddie, tell us about your involvement at the hunt. What what have you been? Uh, when I first in? started, I used to be the waymaster, and we got a new way. I get the way and score the birds and everything. And then I sort of graduated up. I wanted to go hunting, so I couldn't stand it. <laughs> so now you got them. Or, or? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Uh, I've got a little guy that I take his adopted. And he don't know his mother and father, and uh, we hunt a lot together. So he was successful Saturday morning. And I came in, and there was a lady here from Powell who took her child to Edgefield. She'd been to Memphis. and Spent two years trying to get him a turkey. Mm -hmm. And they talked me into taking him. And she wanted to go to me on his first turkey. So we went and saw the bear and oh, yeah. so got, got a turkey. And wow. Oh, they what a just, big day. Yeah, they absolutely went wild. And, and then we went back on Sunday morning and got another turkey so and you know that was a thought was going through my mind we we have a lot of kids that, that don't have fathers mm -hmm. that that come to this hunt and we get to mentor them and we get to take them hunting and it's it's wonderful it's just wonderful and we have several committee members from the north cherokee that come down and help and they're we just love it that's great and you know kim was gracious enough we've been friends forever uh uh, to let me sort of just mail into this, you know, and get to be a part of it mm -hmm. and get the NWTF to help them. And uh, we all have a great time. And, you know, the two committees are just sort of melting together and they're helping us and we're helping them. And That's great. And we're That's all, great. we're just all out to help the kids. That's what it's all about. We're, we're trying to help our hunt. Yeah. Well, anything else you want to add before I read a little bit of something here? Yeah, I just appreciate y'all coming out. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks for having us here. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thanks to the TWRA and thanks to the NWTF. Yeah, TWRA was involved a little bit. We had an officer here. Yep. I didn't have, I had a picture, but I forgot to show it. But anyway, uh, that's uh, awesome. We're just glad we can help out anyway. So I appreciate the program. And tell us again how they can find out more about East Tennessee Youth Outdoors. Then go to the website or Facebook page. The website's uh, EastTennesseeYouthOutdoors.com. Okay, awesome. Excellent. I'm going to try to read a little bit of this story before we run out of time. Uh, this is a letter that was sent in by uh, a single mom uh, who their, her kids participated. But uh, I am so thankful beyond words for the men who gave their time to teach my children and lead by example of what a man is. Every encounter we had while we were there was inspiration to both my boys. As a single mom, I can't thank you enough for that. My children learned something new and enjoyed the whole experience. You've touched lives touch their lives as much as as two teen boys you know they, they usually don't speak out but they can't stop talking about it uh, the joy and happiness that comes from from these enthusiastic talks I'm forever in debt to you so that's just a little highlight of what this program's doing for these for these kids so 
appreciate you guys. Appreciate, appreciate what y'all do. And uh, we appreciate y'all tuning in to Tennessee Wildcast. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.